Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. This is your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And today we have another guest for you, our pelvic health specialist, Kathleen Novicki. Hey, Kathleen, how you doing? Good. How are you all today? Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks for being here with us. Um, for the listeners, not sure when you guys will, will be hearing this, but we're watching snowfall here. And uh, <laughs> it, it's a cold February day, so... Um, we're super excited to have Kathleen join us. And Kathleen, give our listeners just a little bit of information about your specialty and uh, and kind of what you do. Okay. Well, I am a pelvic health physical therapist. And essentially, we're physical therapists that have additional training and certification in the treatment of pelvic health. Um, and pelvic health um, encompasses quite a bit. Um but um, what we do isn't very different than what you would go to see your physical therapist, say, for your um, knee or your shoulder. You want to get that back into working order and be able to get back to do the things that you want to do. And it's the same with the pelvic health area. Um, it's just a, they also control a little bit of different things, not just um, whether or not you can move your arm. Um, it also controls whether or not you can control your bladder or your bowel. Sure, sure. And... Um... I know that you have a tremendous amount of experience, so give us a little bit of background. How did you first get interested in this aspect of physical therapy? Because it is a bit unique and different than, you know, as you mentioned, traditional physical therapy. Yeah, it's definitely um, a new um, specialty, although it has been around now for about 30 years. <laughs> wow. um, but um, initially, when I was um, seeing um, a lot of women that were having back pain during pregnancy and, um, you know, problems after delivery, um, at that point in time, we didn't really get a lot of information on how to treat pelvic health issues. Um, and this was back in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. And um, at that point in time, um, Texas Women's University actually had a, a master's program that um, delved, delved into women's health. So that's what got me started into doing it. I was able to get that master's. And then, um, then the, um, you know, the Physical Therapy Association developed certifications, and I was able to um, get a board-certified pelvic health rehabilitation, and it's gone from there. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And, and currently, your role with Oxford, um, you know, I'll tell the listeners a little bit. I'm just super excited to have you on our team and have you be a part of what we do because, um, you know, currently you're kind of in charge of our education of our pelvic therapist and mentorship and, um, you know, taking them to that next level. So, uh, give everybody just a little, um, you know, information or background about how you kind of organize our pelvic therapist and the information and education you provide them. Sure. Um, also wanted to just say that I also went on to get my doctorate in physical therapy, and it was um, designed specifically around pelvic health as well. Awesome. Um, so I was awesome. really fortunate to do that. Yeah. Um, 
So, um, so the mentoring program is um, is multi level. Um, you know, we encourage um, you know um, formal coursework um, through the APTA, through the Public Health Rehabilitation Institute. And these are both entities that certify um, physical therapists to be pelvic health um, rehabilitation specialists. Um, and then they get hands-on, one-on-one um, training um, with myself or with some of the other, um, you know, um, seasoned um, physical therapists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, we, um, the one thing that is different about Oxford as well um, as compared to other um, pelvic health physical therapy in the area is that um, we were the first and we're the biggest and um, we have the most um, focused um, um, training and education um, in regards to pelvic health. Yeah, and, and being a therapist, you know, myself, I can just really speak to the um, benefit of the one-on-one and hands-on mentorship and training and the ability to talk about a challenging patient with another colleague who has maybe a little more experience or has just seen this differently or even just a different approach, even just bouncing ideas off of someone. And um, I know that we do that um, significantly in the orthopedic, you know, end of Oxford. And I know that you guys do that on the, on the pelvic floor side also. And I think that's just really um, the person that benefits the most from, you know, that uh, combined thinking is the patient. And that's what excites me is, we're able to offer that higher level that patients have come to expect from Oxford um, on the orthopedic side, on the pelvic floor side also because of, you know, your tremendous training and background and, and so many others that are seasoned with us and, and help to just train and educate and get our staff to that next level. So I think that's a tremendous benefit not only to someone new or someone out there listening that might be considering a career in pelvic floor because we've talked with a lot of students and had a lot of um, interns on the podcast, but um, you know, to those patients that are um, in our clinic or maybe considering coming to our clinic, um, they're going to find a very, very well-trained, uh, experienced staff. So, Absolutely. And the, the other thing is, is that we are not just, um, you know, an in-office pelvic floor. We're also um, combined with uh, a strong orthopedic um, practice. And that is so important because, you know, we understand that pelvic health is not just the pelvic floor. You know, it it is um, part of everything that you need to do. You know, if you have an injured pelvic floor after delivery um, and you want to get back into doing your Pilates and your, um, you know, your running, um, it, it affects much more than just your pelvic floor. So, yeah, you can get your pelvic floor back into working order, but that doesn't make you able to really get back into running the way you want to or to be able to do the Pilates the way that you want to. And so when sure. you combine that ability to know both things and have that experience all around, um, it's, it's essential. So, um, and that's what Oxford can, can provide. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because we have really been working hard um, on the new model of having all of our therapists be comfortable treating both orthopedic and pelvic floor conditions concurrently because really, truly, the patient doesn't compartmentalize their problems. You know, uh, a hip problem can definitely affect pelvic floor or back or uh, pelvic floor can affect lumbar spine or, you know, so it's 
all intertwined, you know. I think you brought up a good point there um, about how pelvic health kind of goes into also orthopedic health. Can you give, like, for our listeners who might be confused or just have a question um, or thinking about how does this tie in with orthopedic? Like, what's it look like for a patient um, to come in who's, you know, walking into an open gym PT clinic um, who's like, I can get pelvic floor here. Am I in the right spot? (laughs) Good question. Um, well, wh- why don't I just kind of run through um, what to expect if there is, you know, if you yeah. do have a pelvic health issue. Um, you know, all our offices that have pelvic floor um, health specialists will see you initially in a private room. Um, that you know, we understand that the issues that are are um, that may be associated with pelvic health could be a, a bit more private require a more intimate setting. Um, in addition, if um, if it's necessary and um, advised, um, we may need to do an um, examination that requires a vaginal um, palpation or an anal palpation. And of course, that is in a private, you know, separate room. Um, However, that's actually a very small piece of everything. Um, And if that is something that is um, just a game changer, there's no way I would ever allow someone to do that. Um, There's so many more things that go into the health of the pelvic floor that don't let that stop you. (laughs) Um, You know, um, we, you know, the pelvic um, floor is attached to your hips it's attached to your back, it's attached to your abdomen or your stomach, um, it's attached to your legs. Um, so just by observing and evaluating those areas, we can get a, a, a good idea of what's going on with your pelvic floor. Um, to get the, the absolutely the gold standard, we want to know how your pelvic floor is working. So, um, you know, if that is something that you're okay with, then again, it's a private um, room. It's no different than going to see your gynecologist. Um, and we are, by doing that, we're able to um, specifically evaluate the strength, the endurance, the function of your pelvic floor. And we can show you exercises that you do yourself on your own, and we progress you through that. And then eventually, um, you're, you're, just doing exercises like everyone else in the gym area. Um, it's not something that you have to be, you know, um, sequestered away in a room. <laughs> right. Kathleen, I think you brought up some great points. And um, I'm just curious, have there been cases in your career where maybe that person was a bit um, anxious or um, nervous or intimidated at the prospect of a, a pelvic exam and you started with some other things, um, like you mentioned, maybe some hip or some observation and then a visit or two into it, um, once you guys got to know one another and gained confidence, um, did you ever, you know, then go and perform the more, um, you know, intimate pelvic exam that you needed to do? Is that an option or have you done that in the past? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, we completely understand and um, appreciate, you know, whatever level that the patient comes in at. Sure. And I guess that's my my main thing that I really want to encourage is, you know, don't let that fear um, prevent yeah. you from getting help. Um, right. You know, 
completely understand that, you know, man, you know, I have just met this person and, you know, know, no, I'm not interested in doing it. I don't even know what you're going to do, you know. You know, the first visit can definitely be, you know, just a history taking, looking at, uh, like I said, so many other areas that need to be addressed that are part of the pelvic floor that do not need a vaginal or an anal exam. Um, And um, without a doubt, you know, I've not only seen patients that have become comfortable and then they have go ahead and say, yes, you know, I want to get the 100% better. But I also have patients that, you know, um, no, they're not comfortable. They're never comfortable, you know, whether it's, um, you know, it's just a personal, um, you know, point of view. Um, sure, sure. And um, but no, they can they can get quite a bit of help um, by coming in and getting physical therapy for that. Um, there, it's really truly um, you know much more than just you know a pelvic exam. <laughs> yeah, and what I'm hearing a lot, and what we've talked about a lot on other um, you know episodes of the podcast, is not waiting to access physical therapy because compensations develop and bad patterns and habits develop. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention on the direct access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast Here we are. that you can also um, have direct access to pelvic floor physical therapy, right. correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I really highly encourage that for our postpartum um, women. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the OBGYNs are so busy with delivery and um, pregnancy care um, that they might just you know, forget to refer you for physical therapy. Um, over in Europe, um, they, because it's national medicine and they realize that it's cheaper to treat them, you know, when they don't have an issue than to mm-hmm. wait later when issues develop, um, They those women are given six weeks of physical therapy rehabilitation after delivery, automatically. Wow. Yeah, every single one, right? Genius. Yep. Whereas here we don't. So yeah. just keep that in the back of your mind that, you know, you know, I really need to have this rehabilitated. Um, when you have a delivery, whether it's a C-section or it's a vaginal delivery, um, there's a lot of stretching that happens, a lot of sure. trauma. Um, and it's just like an athletic injury, you know. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily just bounce back to normal. <laughs> sure, sure. And they have found that over in Europe that, you know, no, you know, yeah, you can get back and, you know, and do okay. But as time goes on, you know, things stretch out and they will need to have surgery. Well, if we can catch it early and rehabilitate, then we're keeping you from having issues further down the road. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's important to, um, you know, one of the biggest missions I, th- I see in this podcast is to empower and educate patients. Right. And I think so many people don't know that there are treatment options out there. Um, you know, they think they must, um, you know, be forced to wear undergarments or, you know, surgery, or they just don't realize that physical therapy is an option. Right. Um, so just give a few conditions um, that you treat for pelvic floor physical therapy. Um, and then maybe just talk a little bit. We've talked a lot about women and females, right. but maybe our listeners don't know that males do have pelvic floor problems too. So maybe you could just speak a little bit to that. Yeah. 
Um, so, so, um, definitely postpartum, you know, even during pregnancy, you know, we can help uh-huh. a lot with any, um, sacroiliac pain or SI joint pain, um, low back pain, um, postpartum rehabilitating the pelvic floor and also other core because during pregnancy our core suffers, you know, our abdominals mm-hmm. get completely stretched out our ligaments become very loose and um, stretched so um, you know postpartum is very important Um, you know if you do end up having issues with the pelvic floor it can look like incontinence of urine or feces Um, it can look like pain during sexual intercourse um, you might have pain um, with different activities, you know, like mm-hmm. running or, um, you know, carrying on normal daily activities. And that pain could look like pain in the the pelvis, which includes the lower back, the SI joints, the, um, you know, the pelvic floor, the area between the vagina and the anus and um, um, the hips. Um, we also will take care of things like overactive bladder um, because the pelvic floor controls the bladder and the bowel. So if your bladder is overactive, which means you have to go to the bathroom all the time, or you might have IBS um, where either you're constipated or you run to the bathroom all the time, um, we can help with rehabilitating your pelvic floor muscles so that you can um, have that better reflex of, oh, I have to go, I have that urgency, I'm going to use my pelvic floor to um, to reduce that urgency or to shut off that reflex so that I can store or hold. Um, in terms of men, it's the same thing. You know, we've, we've got pelvic floor in men, too. Um, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of guys out there are listening and going, wait a minute, I never knew I had a pelvic floor. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> So it's, let's yeah, let's really educate them, guys. You, know, you have it too. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really do talk more about women in the pelvic floor um, area than men, um, and that just really has to do with the history of pelvic health and how it's grown. Um, but without a doubt, you know, um, men's pelvic floor can be helped with physical therapy. Um, we. Um, so the number one thing that people may be um, you know, more, most familiar with is after a prostatectomy. You may have experienced some incontinence, um, and um, physical therapy can help with that by increasing your pelvic floor health. Um, it can help with erectile dysfunction. There has been studies that have shown that um, improving uh, one's ability to contract the pelvic floor can also help uh, maintain an erection. Um, men have pain with um, um, activities in the pelvic floor as well, um, so we can help with that too. Um, so incontinence, um, same as women, both in um, bladder and bowel. Um, IDS, same as bladder and bowel. Um, constipation, um, both men and women. Um, and then pain. Um, sure. You know, it's pretty universal. And, you know, um, as far as, like, a direct access, if you're having pain, um, when we're talking about pelvic health, um, you know, it can come from a number of different avenues. So um, you're saying, oh, well, I have this I have this pain in my pelvis. Who do I go see? Um, I, you know, 
by listening to this podcast, should I go see a physical therapist? Um, come on in. You know, we are experts at being able to tell if it is a musculoskeletal issue. Um, and we're experts at knowing, no, this is a more than just a musculoskeletal issue, you know, and we'll, we'll encourage you to seek out the appropriate referral. You know, you might say, you know, yes, this is a musculoskeletal, um, issue that we can help, but there's something else going on and I need you to go see a urologist, you know. So, um, so that's one thing that can encourage someone to say, don't let this just, you know, hold off. <laughs> yeah, I think right. that's really powerful information, you know, is that we can be a great starting point. You know, what we like to say is if you're having a musculoskeletal problem, a muscle bone joint problem, physical therapy is the entry point. You know, start there. And then, uh, you know, we have lots of options at that point. We can treat, we can refer, we can treat and refer or maybe just educate and, you know, send you back home. So there's lots of different things we can do. So I agree with you and echo that 100% that, um, you know, probably the most overlapping themes that I'm hearing from you and today in this specialty arena is, number one, don't wait, you right. know, seek seek care, and uh, you have the option for direct access, and then get the information and, and get some professional guidance and making good decisions for your health because, you know, we can certainly point you in the right direction. Absolutely, absolutely. And then the the what, another piece I really want to encourage is that, um, you know, for the orthopedic patient, <laughs> um, yeah, because Oxford incorporates both pelvic floor and orthopedics, there's a true understanding of how important the pelvic health is to the orthopedic patient as well. For example, you know, you you injured your knee and you've been limping around for, you know, a few months and um, you've made compensations. And one of the compensations that you've made, without a doubt, is that you're increasing intra-abdominal pressure when you exert yourself, like when you have to climb stairs, you know, because that increases your stability. Um, while you have this very weak knee. <laughs> well, yep. that increase in abdominal pressure over time can all of a sudden maybe you're starting to experience some incontinence. And yeah. you've never had any pelvic floor issues before. It's just your knee. <laughs> <laughs> so so by us knowing the whole picture, um, you know, as you're as you're rehabbing your knee, you're also rehabbing your pelvic floor because we're we're changing that that stress on your pelvic floor. Um, and that might be something that you won't get at a typical orthopedic practice right. um, because um, they don't understand that correlation. Um, so, you know, we're not only rehabbing your knee, but we're rehabbing your everything, you know. Sure. They might not understand the correlation, but we have it all under the same roof. You that's can get right. Both done in the same place, and I think that's the, what sets Oxford Physical Therapy apart. Right. Well, Kathleen, I think this has been really valuable information a for lot. our listeners. And um, I think there's a lot more. Yeah. Is there <laughs> anything else that you want to add today to our intro to the pelvic floor? Um, well, I would highly, highly encourage um, people to call and ask questions. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll be glad to answer any phone calls. And uh, don't hesitate 
to, you know, if you are wondering, um, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, you know, this is an area that can be easily um, ignored and forgotten because it's not, you know, sticking right out there at you. <laughs> sure, sure. But it's such an important part. It essentially is what holds everything together. So you um, deserve to have that area functioning normally. And, um, you know, there's nothing that should be keeping you from seeking help for that. Right. Well, fantastic. <laughs> and uh, to those listeners that are tuning in, if you have comments, questions, or future topics that you'd like to hear about related to pelvic floor and pelvic floor physical therapy, be sure to let us know. Um, this was just our first dive into pelvic floor topics, and we plan to do some spinoffs with Kathleen and her team in the future. So we're excited to um, answer your questions and give you direct access to Oxford Physical Therapy's knowledge base around, uh, on and about the pelvic floor. That's right. Well, thanks a lot, Kathleen, for joining us. We really look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks. I enjoyed it. Thank awesome. you. Thanks, Kathleen. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com, and you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms, and until next time, keep it moving!